All right, what's up, guys? So I have a lot of um, email sports questions in particular um, for those who are just now listening or if, you, uh, if you're a new listener, I love football. So uh, anything from college, NFL, that's pretty much all I really cover. I don't really talk a lot of NBA um, unless it has some something to do with some political or some type of a societal issue that players are talking about. Um, but for the most part, I follow I follow NFL in college. That's it. So, <clears throat> and also I have um, excuse me, I have uh, some other topics as well that I uh, might talk about. But these NFL ones are pretty interesting. So, uh, this one here reads. Um, and actually, it's funny because this just happened. So this guy is a Texans fan, and he said, what are your thoughts on the Texans so far this season? Do you think that they can make a playoff push? I understand that they're a couple games under five hundred. So this was like earlier on, earlier in the year. But I really like the C.J. Stroud. I really like the C.J. Stroud kid a lot. I also like D'Amico Ryans as a head coach. What are your thoughts? You know, based off of what I just saw yesterday night, uh, or tonight, <laughs> I'm sorry. Based off what I saw tonight, uh, the Texans are for real, man. Like, to me, they're a team that I feel like they can make some noise, but they're just under they're undermanned right now. Like, I think that they have the pieces, the important pieces, that is, to really compete. They just won the AFC South, right? I believe they won the AFC South tonight. Um or maybe I think Jacksonville has to win tomorrow. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I know as of right now, they're the fourth seed. So yeah, they they yeah they they won the AFC South. But um, and if I'm wrong, correct me. But from what I've seen, C.J. Stroud, you know, and I, I've, I've mentioned this before, he has broken to me the Ohio State quarterback curse. You know, because before him, you had obviously you had Justin Fields, right? Uh, who I don't really consider him an Ohio State quarterback. I, will, I mean, his career got started at Ohio State because he transferred from Georgia. But before him, you had um, Cardell Jones. You had Braxton Miller, Troy Smith. You know, you had guys like that. And, um, you know, when you look at a, a team like Ohio State in college, they're they're a national powerhouse, Right. And a lot of and they, they just recruit so much better than everybody else in the Big Ten, and there really isn't any competition except for this year. Uh, Michigan is taking over, right? So, um, but those quarterbacks are surrounded by multiple first rounders at the skill positions, uh, a great offensive line, running backs. Like the defense is also pretty solid as well. Like Ohio State, I think is really known for. Uh, their linebackers, I would also say they're known for their offensive linemen. And I would probably even throw in, like, maybe running backs. Some. It, it, it just depends. So, see, but C.J. Stroud, you know, kind of like USC. You look at USC quarterbacks and you kind of have a side eye. Ohio State kind of gets the same treatment. And I think that Justin Fields can break that mold. I think he's going to do it. But C.J. Stroud, to me, is a generational talent from Ohio State. And uh, watching his poise in the pocket, watching his footwork, 
his throwing motion. Like, he's a guy who really hones in on his craft, and I think he does a great job um, facilitating the ball. And, you know, he's throwing to guys like a Nico Collins. I know Tank Dell got hurt. He's off for the season. Uh, they have uh, Dalton Schultz at tight end, Devin Singletary. I, don't, I think Damon Pierce might be hurt, the running back. But they got the pieces necessary to really, like, like this isn't the same Texans team from the past. Like, they're not a joke. You know, these guys are 10-7. and seven. D'Amico Ryans, I think, is a hell of a coach. And uh, that defense is going to come along, too. Like, I know they drafted Will Anderson. Uh, they still have uh, Jalen Petrie and uh, what's the cornerback's name? Uh, Derek Stingley or Stingley, however you say his name. So they're going to be good. All they really need is they need, they might need they need I would say they need another edge rusher, maybe somebody in the interior to help. And I would say another cornerback opposite of Derek Stingley. And they have two good uh, linebackers and uh, or not good, but like. I love linebackers from Alabama. So, like, they have Henry Toto, and they also have uh, Christian uh, Christian Harris. And I think that to- Christian Harris is starting, but Toho's not. So, I think they're going to be good. I, I I think for many years to come, we'll see how this uh, how the playoffs are going to shake out. But they look good to me. All right, next question. Uh, it says here, I know you're probably getting a kick out of this, but the Chiefs suck right now. Why do you think they suck? <laughs> do you think it's a <laughs> do you think it's the fact that Patrick Mahomes has no help? Do you think it's coaching? The, at least the defense <clears throat> at least the defense is good, but the offense looks like it's sputtering out of control. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't think that they suck. You know what's funny? You know, that offense was so dynamic years ago. I think it comes down to inexperience at the wide receiver position. Aging at the tight end position with Travis Kelsey, like you could tell whenever he gets hit, man, like he's not the same. You know, it's different that like, he does he doesn't just bounce back up like he used to. I think he's getting old, but he's still productive. So, you know, and I like I like the guy Pacheco. I like him a lot at running back. Um, I think that he needs another. Um, they need like I think they would benefit from like a tandem, but they don't they don't really run the ball all that often. And when they do, though, they can get chunk yards, you know. And the Chiefs' interior offensive linemen is they're they're, they're good, you know. Guys like Tooney, uh, I like the guy Trey Smith, and I also like Creed Humphrey as well. They just got to improve on their tackle positions, man. Like that that guy Jawan Taylor is shooting them in the foot. I mean, he's constantly costing them false starts, holding like he's he. I don't know. They might have to cut ties with that guy, but I think because they're contractually obligated to him, I'm not sure how much he's gonna. They're gonna owe him in in 2024, but uh, or for that season. But uh, yeah, they, they yeah, they're I, they don't suck, man. And of course, I, I do get a kick out of it, but I, I just don't like Chiefs fans like that, to be honest. As you can see, defensively though, they're I mean they're solid. Like they're not a joke. Like you're not just gonna run, you know, especially at home. You know, you're not just going to take over Kansas City like that, man. The defense is always going to keep them in the game this year. Now, when they said that Mahomes has no help, though, it's funny because Rasheed Rice has like 983 yards receiving. Uh, and he leads the Chiefs receivers in receiving. And he really didn't get going until like week four, week five, right? So to me, he has the help. It's just that it's not consistent enough. And, you know... I was told before the season started that Mahomes was going to will his guys to 
um, to greatness, right? He was going to make them great. And he, he can't do that right now. He just can't. So, um, but I'll, I'll say this, though. I believe that Tom Brady can win with these guys. I'm just saying. I think that some of these weapons that the Chiefs have, are you kidding me, man? Like, Tom Brady was throwing to guys like Deion Branch, Kevin Falk out of the backfield. You know, you had Julian Edelman, who ended up being, you know, an all-pro, four-time uh, four Super Bowl champion, I believe, three-time Super Bowl champion. He had Gronk, Aaron Hernandez, but they had, um, man, they had Matt Slater. They had, uh, what was it, got Dante Stallworth. You know, he, he threw to basically pedestrian receivers, who went off to go do other things, but they didn't have that same success without Tom. I really can't think of any of the receivers that left Tom Brady and and, and went off to do good things in general. I really can't think of it. So, you know, we can save the excuses for Mahomes. But it's just he's not – he can't make these guys better right now. You know, it's a little too late for that. So uh, they're probably going to go scorched earth next season and get themselves a receiver Maybe a number one. I think Rasheed Rice right now could be a solid number two. I think he's an okay number one. So, well, and we'll see what the playoffs look like. It looks like, uh, and it's funny because I actually have a question about this too, about the Buffalo Bills. If, if the, listen, if the Bills come to Kansas City, they're going to beat Kansas City. Plain and simple. I don't know how that would happen, though, because I think the stipulations are the Bills, if the Bills beat the Dolphins, the Bills get the two seed, I believe, is what I is what I was told and what I saw. So the stipulations are weird. And, I, and Pittsburgh won, right? So I think Pittsburgh, does he clinch a playoff berth? I can't remember. I, I don't know. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Speaking of Buffalo, uh, this person asked, what are your thoughts on the Bills in the playoffs if they make the playoffs? Do you believe that they're one of the most dangerous teams? I would say so myself. Because truly, I think that Josh Allen, when hot, cannot be beat. That's true. Josh Allen, to me, I think has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in the NFL um, as far as talent, as far as talent goes. But the problem with him is that, you know, he, he puts his body on the line way too much. And that's going to cost, that's going to cost them. Like, I think he's already going into the game tomorrow with um, like a, I think he's got an injured thumb. And like a stinger in his non-throwing shoulder, like he takes way too many hits, you know. Um, and that's okay to take those early on because you know you're young and you can bounce back. But Josh Allen is what twenty-seven now, twenty like twenty-six, twenty-seven, maybe even twenty-eight. Like he he he's got to learn to continue to keep winning from the pocket. And I think that um, the offense has hasn't sputtered out of control. And I, I honestly thought that when Ken Dorsey was the offensive coordinator, I thought he was the problem. But uh, not him, but I thought Josh Allen was the problem. Now you have Ken Dorsey who got fired. You have Joe Brady come in who's looking like a head coach of candidate. He's completely given uh, Josh Allen the dayball effect. Because remember, dayball, Josh Allen was looking like a pro bowler. And now I think that Joe Brady's bringing out the best in Josh Allen. But to me, I think he's a quarterback to me who, when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, he's off. Like, it's just plain and simple. That team, the Bills to me are a team that's going to, they have to hitch their wagon to this kid if they're going to, like, really try to, like, be successful. And they're going to have to go all in, you know. But with him and his talent, the way he can he can run with the football, 
his arm talent and he I mean, he that guy's got a, a rocket for an arm you know one of the most live arms in football and uh he could throw from any angle and the receivers i mean like they the bills the bills they might go to the afc championship game i really think so and, and the defense i think has improved a lot too uh over the past couple of weeks as well i know they traded for rasul douglas and uh for the packers and you know he's kind of in place for trey white uh, who, who got hurt earlier in the season, but they still got the tandem with Jordan Poyer. You still got Von Miller. I know Milano's out, but I like what I'm seeing from these guys. I really do. Ed Oliver, like they, 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 they look good. They look real good. Uh, next question here. What are your thoughts on the Falcons? I don't really think about the Falcons. I'm not even going to read the rest of that. I don't think about the Falcons. I don't, I, I'll say this. Um, Bajan Robinson really hasn't had a, I don't, I don't I don't pay I don't pay much attention. I don't know. Like I watch everybody. I don't really hear a lot of buzz about the Falcons. I know that they're I don't know what their playoff chances are, but I mean they might be able to make the playoffs, maybe maybe not. So I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that one. I don't really know much about them. Uh let's see. Oh boy, here we go. Uh the Philadelphia Eagles are not playing up to par as of right now. What do you think that is attributed to? Do you think it's coaching? I personally think that Nick Sirianni is a dick. <laughs> so today everybody thinks that. I think he's a dick and he really can't coach at all. The Eagles had an epic collapse in the past couple weeks now. Do you think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs? Why or why not? Uh, so, you know, to me, I think with, with Philly, man, they... Man, I this is like a very in-depth question like answer I'm going to give but in history the Philadelphia Eagles really don't we'll start with defense because that's like the Achilles heel defensively I think the Eagles are like super flawed there's a lot of holes in that defense and what they were trying to do is they're trying to go cheap and they don't want to pay guys to like come in and play they don't want to pay big money the two linebackers that left the Philadelphia Eagles, one of them is with the Cardinals and Kaiser White. The other one is TJ Edwards, who's now with the Chicago Bears. Both of them are having pretty good seasons. TJ Edwards is like tied in football with like, I think, 83 tackles this season, like close to 100 tackles. So, and they don't really have to pay him all that much. He's making $6 million a year to play in Chicago. And they just don't want to pay the linebackers. So that's one of the the things that I think that they need to improve on. But for this season specifically, they're just taking guys who are cast-offs of other teams and putting them on the Eagles. Like guys like a Zach Cunningham, who's played well. You have Darius Leonard, who was cut by the Colts, who at the time they were uh, Super Bowl or they were contenders in the playoffs and in the AFC South. We still don't know why they cut them. I have no idea why. But they they try to they try to supplement having a great D line, but then like have saying because we have a great D line, this is going to make our corners better and our, and our safeties better. The defensive line isn't getting home. They're not getting any sacks. They're not getting any pressures on the quarterback. So when that happens, that bland secondary looks even worse. You know, two corners. Darius Slay, he'll be 33. He's 33 now. James Bradbury, is, I think he's 29 or he's 30. You know, then you have, and they traded for Kevin Byard in the offseason, or, or, or I think it was like week four. 
They trade for Kevin Byard, and you have Reed Blankenship, who's played well. They drafted Sidney Brown. He's had some. He's he. You know, he's had some good highlights, but they don't have any impact players. And the Eagles don't believe in impact players that aren't defense or offensive linemen. They go cheap at running back. They go cheap at linebacker. They might, you know, they might spend a first rounder on a wide receiver if they think it's worth it, but they just love defensive linemen and they don't use that draft method of like getting a linebacker. They love edge rushers. So, you know, I hope, hopefully that philosophy changes after this season. The offense, uh, all the talent in the world, man. Like AJ Brown, you still have AJ Brown under contract. Devontae Smith, they have Dallas Goddard under contract. DeAndre Swift, they traded for him. And, I think I think with them it's a coaching issue. I think that it's it's a coaching thing, and I also think it's play calling. So, um, and do I think they'll make some noise? I think they can. I'll be honest. If the Eagles are playing their A plus game, hell, if they're playing their B plus game, they can hang with anybody. But you know that Niners game, I think really broke them. I think the Niners game, the Cowboys game, we've seen it. You know that 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 gauntlet really took a toll on them. I could tell that ass whooping that they took back to back. And then they lose to the uh, to the Seahawks, and then they lose to the Cardinals. You know, we you know it's funny because like, we forget, you know, and not to make the excuse out of this, but we forget that these are professional teams too. Like they may suck record wise, but these guys are all still professionals. So you know, we can't look at it like, oh, well, they suck. They probably do suck record wise, but they're <laughs> you know everyone's a pro once you make it in, especially when you start. Uh, let's see. Oh, ooh, this one's a good one. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens now have the one seed in the AFC. Do you think this is what it's going to take for them to win? Why is it that Lamar Jackson is always getting the disrespect in the media? Do you believe that the Ravens have what it takes? Have what it takes, yeah, to go to the Super Bowl this season with the weapons that they have. I really want Lamar to do well. And I also hope that the Ravens can be put back on the map and go, this must be a Ravens fan. So I'll say this. Uh, when I look at this Ravens team, you know, they're making all these all these pickups uh, in the offseason and during the season. And it reminds me a lot of the Eagles team from, like, 2017 where, like, they just gel well together. A lot of these teams, man, they – like the the Niners are elite, but like they have individual players who I think, and just just based off what I'm seeing, they have great individual players that play the positions, but they don't like. I don't know. It's like it's hard. Like they're so good, they don't really have to gel. The Ravens, I think, to me, are great, and they also gel well. Like you can tell, they trust each other. You know, they they all do. Uh, the secondary, the offense, the deep, like they're all like in lockstep with one another. And Lamar Jackson, you know, black quarterbacks always get a bad rap, man. They're always going to get a bad rap because they're not an ideal drop back and pass guy. You know, you have guys who can run with the football, and like they're they're called, you know, they're, they're you know they're called. Well, look at look at him. Look at look at the razzle dazzle in his play. And when a black quarterback does it, it's like, well, you know, he runs too much. He loses his first read and he takes off. That's not always the case. But for the Ravens this season, sky's the limit, man. But we need Lamar Jackson to get past the divisional round. He needs to be in the AFC Championship this year if he's going to get this MVP. Like, 
point blank period. He can't have another dud season like he did back in 2018. They gave him the – he was a unanimous MVP. They gave it to him, and he came up short. And I was really sad to see that because I was rooting for him. You know, so I think this year this Ravens team is a lot better. They just picked up Dalvin Cook. If they continue to play their game and have a physical brand of football, sky's the limit for them. They can beat, there's nobody, they can beat anybody, anybody in the AFC. So um, we'll see. My Super Bowl prediction, well, it has changed over the time that I'm looking at this, this question here. Um, so, yeah, what is your Super Bowl prediction? Who is it that you want to see? Oh, I think I already answered this. But I don't need to answer that. But, yeah, my Super Bowl prediction is going to be Ravens-Niners. That's what it's going to be. I think, the, I think the Eagles can get to the NFC Championship. And that's the thing. If the Eagles can get there to the NFC Championship game and they lose it, I'll be okay with that. I'll be fine. I'll be sad, but I'll be fine. Uh, let's see. That's all we got for the... NFL questions, but yeah, if you guys have any other questions, uh, just send an email to uh, um, willing to go him podcast at gmail.com, just like the podcast. So it's the willing to go him podcast at gmail.com. And uh, ask me anything. Like I said, I, I don't just talk sports, I talk life. You know, that's what I'm into. So I'm out. Thanks so much for listening, guys.